Hello and welcome to another episode of Hustler Daily. My name is Mitchell Gambin. Alongside me, as per usual, is Sean and Jesse. And I tell you what, I got the fucking grand final bug. I got the grand final bug, boys. Yo, yo. <laughs> Let's fucking go. I don't even support a fucking team in there, but it's just going to be a classic. Oh, bro, it's game. been a shit year. As long as Storm don't win, that's all. I yeah. Fuck. But but the two teams, I think it's going to be a fucking battle. It's going to be definitely a battle. Cameron Smith is the goat. Whether or not they win or lose, oh, he's got I think be. he's probably going to retire from you the think so. from the sounds of things. Yeah, well, all the hype, even way. like all. I think these um, big betting companies, like sports betting, everyone they, they must have it? some insider knowledge because every ad I've seen is about giving Cam Smith a huge send off. Mm. So like, but he hasn't confirmed that he's leaving. Yet. Yeah, he hasn't at all. He was even on the Matty Johns um, family podcast the other day. He got a he got a he was a shoe in a fill in, mm. um, and. Maddie asked him the question, and Cameron Smith just said, um, "It's a, it's about like his family, his kids are growing up, and he's missing out on a lot of things, mm. and that's why that's what's going to come down to it, whether or not he wants to continue on or not. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what's another two years if that's his main reason? Because fitness wise, he's still at his peak. Yeah, he's he thirty seven right now." And he's still at his peak. He's performing every single game. He's been consistent for the last fucking 15 years. Oh, you wouldn't know his Barely age if he didn't ever gets ask. injured. Oh, like nothing major. Like, I can't remember the last time he was out for a long period of time. Like, we're talking early 2010s, at mm, least. Easily. But I think what it is, is I guess it's, it's, it's probably always been a thing. Like, fuck, I'm missing out on so much stuff. But he probably, he had the desire to play so bad that it was like, look, it's a sacrifice to the game. And it's probably more so... Is that catching up to where he wakes up and he's thinking more, I want to be with my kids, than play footy? Mm. That's probably all it is. Like, cause I, I, as soon as he had kids, I reckon, it, and even before that, like just being around there at, when he's younger, being around at all the events that I assume the boys and like the people he's with would have been at, he's missing out because he's training. Now it's like kids, and I assume that has more meaning to him. So it's just mm. whether you want to lace him up for another fucking year. Because yeah. like I said, physically, he can fucking do it. Easily. It's really just a mental side. <clears throat> well, that's it. And like, even Laurie Daly coming out saying, a lot of players retire, they wake up one morning, not literally one morning, but they wake up and they mm. go, I just can't keep doing this to my body. <laughs> it's just time to retire. Like, mm. it's, mm. you know, I've had done my career and Cameron Smith come out saying that he hasn't had that feeling yet. Yeah. I think so I've like, that. Benji yeah. Marshall hasn't had that feeling yet. <laughs> 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 Benji, Benji Marshall, he's going to have that feeling. I don't know if he will, bro. The way he was talking when Tigers were sending him off is if he had another 15 fucking years. Bro, I'd be doing the same thing if I was him. <laughs> I'd be going off at the Tigers. Because as well, you got to you Especially make the it... way that it happened. Oh, it was horse He shit. found out in the paper. Mm. You know, yeah, from which, the news. That's a bit rubbish. That'd make you feel like shit. Imagine being a club legend. Mm. Like, look at mm. the way they treated Robbie Farah. They played him in a semi-final with a broken fucking knee or broken leg or whatever yeah. it was. When any other team would go, you're not playing, we need to win this. Yeah. And they played him and they lost. So he's cheering, he played, you know, the last game. I think and Farrah as well. Like, it's definitely the team. Like, a Melbourne or... Farrah just seems like a selfish bastard. Like I think it was very big on Farrah's end as well. It was like, I don't care what it is, like, just let me play. And mm. I think he wanted the limelight of last game. And Tigers, as an organisation, if you see a broken leg, like, what happens in, in five years if he wakes up, he literally can't fucking walk and the doctor tells him this is stemming from that game you played because you didn't rest like well you know you'd have teams like 
organizations like Roosters and Storm and you know they wouldn't play their player like that mm. because they want to win. Yeah. Well, you have the Tigers who, you know, let's look after a, a club legend and put him in there, sacrifice well, losing the, the game. game. Yeah, it's a true point because what a um and and it's something I guess at Hustler we don't fucking we're not about tearing people down. We're all about that movement. And I think one one podcast I've been fucking loving is Brett Finch's podcast because he's just so organic, real, and he's got a footy mm. brain, but he's got a personality. Oh, his footy IQ is... Like, he's so fucking so smart footy-wise. Like, books-wise, he could bring up anything. But then he's fucking hilarious too. So, But he was... I think Curtis Scott was the most recent one, and they were talking about Curtis Scott at Melbourne and how he kind of... Um, how he got his... Pretty much got his game and whatever they were talking. And then Brett Finch brought it back to uh, the year that... Melbourne weren't getting points for salary cap because they when they breached the salary cap mm. in oh nine whatever previously when in twenty ten when when they weren't playing for points they weren't just giving out jerseys like they weren't just like okay we're not getting points let's give fucking this guy a run let's give this mm. guy a run they said we're literally not giving jerseys out just for the fucking sake of it if you if you're playing in a Melbourne jumper it's because you've earned every second of it mm. so they played that year as if it was a standard year in terms of, you know, teams, fielding teams and whatnot. And I think that comes back to something like a Farrah, where it's like, yeah, you can play. Yeah, it'd be lovely. It'd be fairy tale stuff for you to play and, and you know... Even have try a, and get the win. Try and get the win, but motherfucker, you pretty much have a broken leg. Like, yeah. yeah, it might not be the main bone, obviously. But if you've got a broken leg, the team comes first. 100%. Like we have to have rep- respect and reputation. And no I think, player is bigger than the organization. Yeah. It almost says a lot about Farrah, like in terms of his selfishness. Like, as yeah. if, if you actually love the club that much, why wouldn't you step back and go, I want you guys to have the best chance you can in this semi final to win mm. and make the grand final, pretty much. Big time. But then be like, yeah, but I'm still going to get my last 10 minutes on the field. What do you mean? Yeah, like he couldn't, couldn't see the bigger picture. And I think it's instant gratification as well. It's like you're physically on the field. He needs that gratification, like, I'm here, I'm doing this. I think if he looked at it, now it's a sour taste. You speak to anyone. Like, we have family members, fucking friends with who just love footy, and they all say the same thing. Like, mm. Farrah's known for that kind of me mentality. And if, if he, he would have had such a better reputation leaving the game as someone who said, fuck my last game, I've done everything I could for this club, mm. I have a broken leg, I want my team to win. <laughs> if they win that competition... All of a Imagine sudden, his story, mm. like he might not have played, but his story is a lot bigger and his legacy is a lot bigger. Now he's just known as, you know, a Tigers player who was really good for him, but was also couldn't go over really the hump. for himself. Yeah. yeah. So, I think, yeah. I think to that point with Cam Smith, but I think this year would make him realise that missing his kids more than anything as well. Being in the bubble, yeah. Yeah. not really having that close <clears throat> contact, you'd really be like, fuck, if I miss out on another year like this... Mm-hmm. what's going to happen like not what's going to happen but uh, that relationship yeah, like, they're going to develop they're going to become they're growing up like and mm. do you really want to pass that up for another year or like another two years yeah. it would have accentuated I don't reckon we'll get an answer like a lot of people are saying we won't know until after the grand final I don't know if we'll get a genuine fucking set in stone answer until like January because you got to think to your point of the bubble it would have fucking emphasized things times a million because mm-hmm. now in the past, you finish a game on Saturday night at 9.30. You go home to You go kids. home, kids, you know, they're probably awake, hanging out. You, you, you make memories, you make mm. it work around your career. Now, he goes home, he's in Brisbane for 
ninety percent of the season. Like as soon the as last, COVID what, hit, last six months, fucking a long time. So man. that's where, and there's no rush as well. Like you know, if I was him, I wouldn't be rushing on a decision. No, and no, unless Melbourne are rushing him on a decision, mm. which they probably wouldn't be. Well, they've yeah. got backups, like even Chelsea. Mm. I think that's probably the biggest thing is because they got Brendan Smith and Harry Grant. You mm. saw Harry Grant, what he done at the Tigers. He's oh, a starting hooker in any side. Mm. Any side. And then Brendan Smith would be the same. His impact coming off the bench is fucking second to none. Mm. But then at the same time, he could be a starting hooker in any side. Oh, easy. So yeah. that's pro- like, if anything, that's probably why the Storm would be going. Like, take you your know, time, but it? hurry the fuck up. Yeah, so <laughs> we need it. to know. Because I always thought that. Brendan Smith recently was like, if Cam Smith's going to play another season as starting hooker, I probably won't be here. Mm. Well, that's the media's story, and that's I guess what I, how I've interpreted. But I can't, it too. I can't see Brendan Smith doing that. Like, well, I don't think it's hearing from Brendan Smith because he he come on the podcast um, with the Matty Johns family as well, and listening to him talk to the media and and just portray himself on social media, he doesn't seem like he would want to leave Melbourne, mm. whether or not Smith is there. I think he's really like, grateful for yeah. the like mentoring that Smith has given him, but I also Anyone think that he's be. like, I want to, I need to develop further mm, than yeah. what I can do. Living well, he'd, in your de- he'd get right a lot now. more money at any other club. That's yeah. probably he'd the only go thing there being really that star him. player. Yeah. So he'd get probably double on or triple of of what, what he's, he's on now. Because as a player, you've only got a certain window <clears> to make that cash, and at the end of the day, if He's there. It's. I don't think Brendan Smith would leave with a sour taste, and I don't think it would be no. a big debacle. But he, w- if he's leaving, it's like I need to, not like I need to look out for myself. I can't self-sacrifice to the point where I'm giving Melbourne my fucking life. Mm. If I if I'm gonna be a bench player, like at, at the end of the day, like he's all reports again is that he's a humble bloke. Doesn't really like he's he's carefree, not scared of anything in terms of on the footy field keen to give it a crack so someone like that you got to remember they probably are competitive as fuck so he would want to be in that number nine every week and really forging himself because yeah so it's really there's so many angles to consider with melbourne mm. like they've got the the best of a uh or a <clears throat> good problem to have is who who are we going to start because harry grant goes to tigers he gets a year of development where he's you know Borderline Dali M he's in star the first player. Yeah, yeah, he's the star mm. player at the Tigers until injury. He probably would have been up there at the, the, the Dali M. And they could take him back and fucking be like, thanks, Tigers. Right. <laughs> we'll have him back. On on talk of the Daily M, but how fucking ridiculous are the Daily Telegraph? <laughs> how do you Buzz that fucking up? Rothfield apparently, because he's the chief sports editor or whatever it is, apparently he hit click on the social media post, mm. idiot. They reckon it was an accident. There is no chance it was an accident, man. You need to sell papers at the end of the day, so that would have sold it. A lot oh. of people would have gone... Oh, imagine the clicks you know, on that. Like the publicity would have yeah. been huge. And it just shows that they need to not leak who the fucking winner is prior yeah. because you can't... Like, you're watching the, the Daily M, and I was on Instagram at the time, and someone put up on their story... Um, the Daily Telegraph leaked it, Jack Whiten to win. And mm. I'm thinking, what? So it's a piss tape. Yeah, like, like a is that a joke? Shit. Yeah. And then it got to the last, the second last round and Jack Whiten was in the lead by one and I'm going, Fuck. Then, the, then, you know, Clint Gutherson had a blinder in the last game. I'm going, nah, so it must be wrong. So Clint Gutherson's going to get a point. They do it all. No one gets a point, Jack Whiten wins. And I'm just like, <laughs> it was legit. Fucking <laughs> what? Like, what was the whole fallout? Is the, the whole, like, the whole, Jack Whiten's, win 
was shadowed by Daily Telegraph's fuck up, and I don't, I really don't know how you accidentally do that. It was not. An We've accident. all posted There's... multiple stuff, like <laughs> conglomerates of fucking social media posts. Never have I accidentally posted something like you'd have to have it written up and ready to go, and somehow accidentally do it. But then you're still putting it up early. Like, yeah. don't even risk it as a social, especially as a fucking organization that has the pulse on, on sport. Well, you would because it takes out the integrity of the award. The, it's the biggest night right. of the one of you know the biggest night of the year award wise for the NRL mm. in, a, in a year we've fucking had. Chuck a Robbie. And we've Farrell. had another fuck up. Yeah, well, you'd think they'd have some sort of security checks in place to stop it from happening. Like before you post this, do you realize that it's not due till tomorrow in twelve hours? Come, yeah. <laughs> some sort of Honestly. process would have they, to be there. Well, I wouldn't even have to be it. Don't give well, the anyone. NRL shouldn't give it to. They shouldn't yet, give either. anyone. Mm. Any mm. leaderboard, any awards, who's going to win or anything like that. Let them watch it and, mm. you know, get it straight from that and then upload a minute after, uh, 30 seconds after it happened, bang. Yeah, literally. It doesn't you know, take that Jack long. Jack White and do Have, like... Write it up the whole time and then get it uploaded straight after. Mm. Cheering. But what it is, bait. is the media obviously vote. Like, people who are in the media and have that, I guess, fucking media pass, vote. So I assume they would be privy to it in some way, but it should be like, you're in the media, yeah, you can vote, but motherfucker, you're, you just give us your votes every week and we'll hand, like NRL should be like, we'll handle the leaderboard. Don't stress. <laughs> well, they you find out with everyone else. a certain week, don't they? Wasn't it round 12? Yeah, I think <coughs> round 12, you know yeah, who's count. in. Mm. Yeah, right. So, But that's why you can't that, bet on it, because last year, similar thing. I think it was yeah. the coach of the year or something. Yeah, I think too many people had an inside information, so it's just like, we can't do it because... Yeah. people like there's too much too much room for error mm. one person lets the other person know and just fucking just well, there's no fucking problems with show. the AFL Brownlow medalist or whatever it is so mm. like copy what no they're one, doing whatever the AFL no one's doing. watching it cause <laughs> yeah. even if yeah. it got leaked people would be like alright fucking hectic it's only Melbourians yeah <laughs> Melbourians like, yeah. or, or love or love if you love the AFL but I can't fucking stand it bro and like AFL come out Saying that at their grand final, they've got Ash Barty going to do the trophy presentation. Yeah, what? I'm, I don't know about that. <laughs> Good on you. You're an Aussie fucking tennis player, but fuck off. Fuck off? Well, think- tennis and AFL. Yeah. Do you reckon the, the tennis open, Australian open, would let an AFL player come in? Billy and Slater come in. Yeah. Fucking- <laughs> <laughs> no Barry fucking, fucking Hall. Barry Hall. Like, no <laughs> Just fucking come with the medal for the fucking Oz Open winner? No. Because it just makes no sense. You'd be it, going, what the fuck? Get, get him out of here. Yeah. Get fucking Rafael Nadal. I don't know, bro. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's an opportunity to give like these fucking young players, like people, like they always go on this whole spiel about keeping, you know, the next generation intact. Make it like some kind of in-house competition, like for you, like kids to get a chance to do that. Yeah, kids or... Because Ash Barty, yeah, fair enough. You're an Aussie icon based on your tennis. Don't get me wrong. But but it's just like, tennis, AFL, they're not in the same fucking avenue. They're (laughs) not in in the same elementary chart. Who the fuck selected? Like, who was in the pool of potentials? Like, was it Ash Barty, Ian Thorpe? (laughs) (laughs) Who were they choosing Who'd she beat out for it is what I want to know. Because I reckon if someone else got it, it could have... Literally went anyway. Like, it could have fucking ended up fucking being... Fucking Glenn McGraw. Like, it could have fucking been anyway. They might have brought Bob Hawke's fucking coffin to give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking knowing the AFL. But the only way I hear about AFL is through, like, all the sports media. And 
Apparently, it's fucking run to the shit house. Like, well, the bloke who runs it, I think thing. Gil McLaughlin, apparently yeah. horse shit. So He's got no fucking brains. So they're playing the grand final up in Brisbane. Someone's decided that they'll get some grass, a tur- like a bit of turf from the Melbourne home ground that they use and bring it up to the Brisbane uh, field. Did they have reasoning? The reason was just to have a bit of Melbourne there. <laughs> So a, a bit of the, the turf, fuck? it's only about maybe a metre by three metres. Like, it's, it's not that Just long. Just a small bit. Well, and they've got it outside. On the field. Yeah, and so put they've, they've put it on the outside of the fucking field anyway. So it's just on the sideline. Oh, so it's not even within the it's field. It's not even on the field. It's just on the sideline. What the fuck? Apparently it cost them thousands of dollars to get it actually transported up. They brought it oh, in a truck it. from Melbourne to Do you reckon I had to, to go in quarantine for 14 days? <laughs> <laughs> they should have just brought up, they should have spent that money and a bit more to just quarantine fucking, let's say 20,000, let's just a random number, 20,000 fucking Melburnians. Get them up four, like 14 days before. Let them quarantine, whatever. Do everything protocol fucking safe, COVID mm. safe. And get them there because what the fucking, what, what are Melburnians going to look the whole game? Fuck the game. Let me just, just give us a give us a <laughs> Melbourne grass. cam, like on Ko. You know how they have the different <laughs> cams. It's just got the Melbourne patch cam. <laughs> just every fucking five minutes, they just cut back to the grass. Make sure it's still and the grass well. looking good, uh, looking greener than it was five minutes ago. The rain's been doing well. We've had a couple of players run over it. Like honestly, what the, what the fuck? That's just fucking. If you're stupid. from Melbourne, tell us if that has any sentiment, mental yeah, reason. Yeah, like if from it means something, end, let us know. Like, because cool. we'll shut up. If the game was in Brisbane. And let's say NRL Grand Final had to be in Brisbane for some reason, and they took up the ANZ turf. I tell you what, it wouldn't change how I feel about the game. <laughs> well, I mean, fuck shit no. to me. <laughs> like, well, as soon as it comes on the screen, then here's the ANZ yeah! Stadium grass. Everyone's like, fuck yeah! Fuck the grass! <laughs> <laughs> fucking Everyone love you, Gladys! Everyone just beers like... Gladys, you're a fucking you see, queen! You see all the NRL players win the game. Run over to the grass and kiss it. Yeah, instead of the oh, fucking medal. It's bro, like one captain f- has the grass, <laughs> one captain has the fucking but the then, premiership bro, trophy. Speaking out of touch, like AFL, how out of touch AFL is the, oh, the mate, blokes no. running it. How touch? How out of touch is the people running the NRL? They've gone and copped Amy Shark yeah. to perform at the grand final. I don't even know who that is. Called, who bro. the fuck is Amy Shark? <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's the first the typical... I thought it was that Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, she's coming to do a stand-up. Well, yeah, what would she do? Well, what, what, her, and that's why Amy Shark, what the fuck is she going to sing? What does she sing? Bro, honestly, she is a retail songmaker. Like, she only is big because retail plays her music on <laughs> fucking repeat. There's no, like... It, she's obviously no got fans. a contract with uh, all the big big retailers. Oh, she'd have to. That, that'd be <laughs> her source of income. And and just on Amy Schumer, you've opened up a can of worms. She, she's <laughs> oh, not no. a stand-up comedian. She's just a stand-up. <laughs> she's not funny. Can she even stand up? Down. Tell her to sit oh, down. Yeah. She's, she's lay-down <laughs> comedy. Like, lay-down <laughs> and don't talk. Like Homer Simpson when he laid down and had that really good opera voice. Remember, he became an opera <laughs> <laughs> Every time he lied I remember that fucking episode. For some sing. reason, that episode sticks with me. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> he just laid down and he was fucking clout city. Like, he was a worldwide renowned star just from opera, just from laying down. Stand him fucked. up, is fucked. But yeah, like, bro, they yeah. should have definitely looked at maybe getting one four to perform there. Seriously. Not even fucking Someone's around. Someone's actually no, making seriously. waves. You got Penrith. Yeah, yeah maybe cut out a bit of the swearing and whatnot. But you yeah. got Penrith playing. And 
Bro, can you imagine? Imagine if they were there. The NRL fans, community, would go crazy. Fuck. Oh. Bro, everyone would tune in to watch that. Like, you would 100%. get so, much, so many more viewers that would just be there like, I want to watch it. Honestly, and then I'll just watch the game performed. because one four like performed. I'm fucking into that. Like The younger generation too, like they always, again, they always fucking talked about getting the younger generation involved in the game and we don't want to lose the roots of the game. Bro, you don't do that by getting Amy fucking Shark. I'm just searching up who Amy Shark is. Like, give me one song. I think that she's, she's Australian. She's got Everybody Rise, Adore, Come On, featuring Travis Barker. Isn't that the fucking drummer? Travis Isn't Travis Barker, Barker that fucking? That I think he is. He's a drummer. He's just a straight yeah. Travis fucking. He helped Barker. produce um, Suicide Boys album. Yeah, that's a fun fact for you. Travis you Barker. Travis Barker. Isn't yeah. he from America? Day? Oh. Oh, wow, there you go. I yeah, but um, yeah, Amy Shark. So she's Australian, she's an Australian but indie, yeah, Australian so. indie producer from the Gold Coast. So her during two thousand and eight to two thousand twelve was when she was on the rise. It's now two thousand and fucking twenty. Because eight, eight years, years later, <laughs> bro, what, what is someone from the fucking now? Yes, <laughs> twenty twelve clout is fucking expired, bro. Clout has about three years max. <laughs> Again, who the fuck is picking this selection pool and how does she win? It gets worse every year, bro. Like, I think the only time it was half decent in the last five years, maybe when Guy Sebastian, because everyone universally loves Guy Sebastian and you can cop that on the chin. Bro, get Shannon Noll there. Get even Shannon Noll. Like, Nowadays, still even fucking... Yeah, that's was all right. Yeah, that's understandable. Because like, you have a connection to her through different things, but Amy Shark... What's she got to do with the NRL? Nothing. Who the fuck is she? Like, that's just fucking, fucking ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. But on, on talk of the NRL grand final, who do we reckon is going to win? Oh, fuck. Bro, I either think it's going to be really it's close and Penrith will come out on top or, or Storm will fucking whitewash them. Smash them 40-0. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know why, but I've just got a feeling. Yeah, bro. I Storm might grind them out. I, I, want I reckon, win, but... like I was saying, Roosters versus Penrith. Roosters are going to win. You know, Penrith were on that... that you know, 14 game win streak at the time or whatever it was. And they needed to just be taken by a team who could perform in the big games. But Penrith came out and showed, it was a nitty gritty game, but they showed that They're, it's they not belong. affecting them. Yeah, like, yeah. A big game is not affecting them. They're a young side. James Tamo, I think he's the captain. Yeah, Tamo. He's been around for a while, but you see the, the bond they have. You see on social media, all the videos of them training and having uh. fun um, and whatnot. I think, bro... It, like as Melbourne, you, they're just a fucking power, <laughs> like like a really yeah. good fucking team. Yeah. It's almost like versing the fucking Aussie all team, like, the seriously. Harlem Globetrotters, yeah. like it is. literally. But Penrith, the way they're playing, if they come out in the first twenty minutes and just fucking do it tough, I reckon they're gonna take it out. That's the thing. It'll if, come down to the first twenty. Like if yeah. Melbourne come out, put. Two tries on them, then it would be hard for. Well, that's to where sort of Melbourne fucked Canberra last week. Is mm. that quick start? After that, it was like twelve ten, wasn't it? Or yeah. no, Canberra won after that, like twenty four nil in twenty three minutes, and then and then ten six. So it's yeah. like if you obviously it's a big difference, but if you can grind out those twenty minutes on your point, and be zero all or even even better up six nil, you've got a very good chance of going eighty. And I think Penrith aren't your typical young squad. No, uh, they're, like, bro, they've played together for the last 10 years, you yeah. know, all those all those players. The juniors. Going up the ranks, and they were winning grand finals too, so they know what it's like to win. They know what yeah. it's like to play in those big games. Mm. Having that, It's like Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, and Cooper Cronk. Mm. Remember how they played juniors coming up? Well, that's what they were saying. 
like is that that pushed them so much further and like so many people were shocked that they were winning but the real rugby league heads knew this has been a bond for years yeah and like i think that's what we've got in penrith so i don't know eh? like my gonna, heart, my heart wants penrith yeah. to win same yeah, come on, Westy. Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, literally, it. fuck Melbourne. I think everyone's like that too. Yeah, and that's the thing. Everyone's gone. You know, you need to respect Cameron Smith if it is his last game. Look what he's done for the game. Respect the him fuck? after the game. Respect bro. if they win. The team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> respect him after Robin the game. Storm had done shit for me in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck about respect in the game for Cam Smith. Like after the game, mate, you've had a great career. Like we in even two said years, earlier, if he retires ghost. now, yeah, if he retires now, in two years, I'll respect him because look at what he's done in the game. But right now, right while now. he's still playing, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> you lose, you lose, respect, you weren't good enough fuck. to win, cuz Gary V would be loving this convert. Hundred percent, you, you you lose, you fucking lose. You don't it's respect that, that shit. You don't give while you're playing. Participation. <laughs> Gary V doesn't want that. He wants legacy, and so does fucking, <laughs> so do the real footy heads. But these fucking cancel culture motherfuckers are trying to inf infringe on uh, rugby league and get Cam Smith the respect he deserves motherfucking later <laughs> have you ever heard of fucking not now cause have you ever owned a Mac well, you know how many times I asked for an update not now <laughs> <laughs> update tomorrow fucking Fuck. was it Paul Kent or someone came out saying that they'd respect him a lot more if he didn't sign two contracts back in 2009 and so not admit to it cause with the almost third party eh? third party so mm. it was all when Melbourne got done for um, salary breach and whatever the ha- whatever it was. Oh, was that mm. the final against signed, Yeah, and he still hasn't come out and admitted year, yeah. it. And they're going, mate, we know about yeah. it. There's no hiding it. Yeah, yeah like the worst he's done, just admit it. So was that for like... Let like, it be a black I don't know the continue. specifics of it. So was it like a almost another form of payment because Melbourne couldn't pay him the salary that he was looking for? I think you can get it. Yeah, You're allowed so to get third parties, but it all... Like, to, to a certain extent, it has to be on the books and... Um, Does it, it still count towards it. the salary cap? Not no. as much. It's but like a percentage of it's it. It's like yeah. Melbourne have to cop that as an organisation. Like if you want to give these third parties, I think there's, there's specifics, of course. Like don't fucking quote us. We're not lawyers. But I think like, <laughs> you're on the record. <laughs> like, you can get third party to a certain extent as long as it's all known. But I think that's where they fucked up is that they had so many players there giving them lower contracts and not um, reporting the third, sa- parties. the third parties. So it's like they were uh, getting both. This is they how you're getting, getting people. They were yeah, getting right. this. They were getting that. So I think yeah, it must be something like that. Like sponsorship, you can pay. But mm. I think when it's I'm giving you a boat or a house, or that. Then it's I think that's on. when they say, like, they assume. Line. What about yeah, Cam like Smith's wife's ring? Yeah. Yeah, I think they paid for that fucking... Well, yeah, so the NRL paid 40 grand for a ring for his wife. That's what just makes me think that the NRL oh. know about Cameron Smith doing a bit of the dirty. Cummins <laughs> 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 not letting this story die. Bro, 100% he's done the dirty with the one who interviewed him the other night on the Daily M. Were you watching the Daily M? No, I didn't catch so it. So he got interviewed... I think maybe after he got an award or something, um, and he was getting interviewed by good old Yvonne Sams. Yvonne E. And but apparently she's it, the tension in that interview was just like, like we fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very. Thanks, Yvonne. Yeah, Yvonne. You know, it's uh, how it is. Like he's just yeah, there. Yvonne. Cheers, Yvonne. You know, thanks. Yeah, I'm good, Yvonne. You know, he kept saying Yvonne, 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 Yvonne. It's like so then you know we brother. Val- I've yeah. called you Yvonne in different contexts. <laughs> it's like I was screaming your name the other night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've said Yvonne. I'm just letting you know that I still know your name. I can, I can yeah, say then, it in this Yeah, then the NRL come out and buy his wife a ring. Like, brother, who, yeah. 
who does the NRL just buy rings for? Melbourne, fine. Now Todd Greenberg back into it as well about that whole situation. But I think that Vlandy's just showed how bad of a job Greenberg was doing. Oh, He's just time. been outed in all forms Landis of the has come time, in and in a year turned the game back into a fucking pinnacle of rugby league. It, well, the slowly, excitement level is like, yeah, there's, there's 30 plus points scored in every game and, and they're tight that. games. Mm. It's not like, you know, a tight game and it's 10-6. You're watching 80 minutes of footy and it's just yeah. like fucking... Like gone are the days of that being no. fucking good, bro. Fuck 4-2. Now it's 24 yeah. to like 48 and it's a close game. And you love that. And you're watching the whole game and it's fucking so exciting to watch. Because it can go Honestly. either way. It can be 30 to 4 and it can come back and be 36 to 30. Literally. Literally like, it keeps you involved because until there's 10 minutes left, if you're up by But even 10 12, minutes left, 16, if you're up by 10, you can get four you'd have to be up 30. Tries. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. That's, that's yeah. what it is now is that you have to watch the whole game. We might have continue because, this conversation after the break. Yes. We're back, baby. Sorry to the YouTube side of uh, listeners. We, uh, <laughs> we were probably just sitting in the same spot for about 20-odd minutes, but That's all um, right. <laughs> as long as you kept listening, fucking beautiful, because there were some gems in that conversation. However, we're back. And I think we were just talking about the NRO and the free-flowing style. I think Valandis has shown, like, you don't realise it, until you get a good leader, what the fuck a good leader is. And the NRO has been without that for a long time. Todd Greenberg mm. did fuck all for the like, game. Like, he was just Fuck a, all for the game, except ruin it, mate. Fuck he like, did. He was just taking cash apps. You know I think what? he was taking <laughs> cash apps, because he had the cash up on the side. He was just bro. beaming shit. 100%. But it's hard for uh, anyone to backtrack on a rule they put in. But mm. I think the NRO need to backtrack on some rules that they took out. I mean, that they put in, sorry, that they took out of the game. They need to, need to put them back in. So well, whether or not is, that yeah. might be... The punches, mm. shoulder charges, you know, mm. allow shoulder charges, but shoulder to extend. So we're not shoulder charging the head. We're not mm. shoulder charging that send off penalty report, whatever the case make is. Make it like the captain's challenge. You got it. You've only got three shoulder charges to use all game or even two. Yeah. Just <laughs> use it t- test it in the fucking NRLW cuz or whatever they tested in Jersey flag and come back with the perfect number of shoulder charges per game to number one, obviously avoid injury. But number two, just bring that fucking spark. Like, we know over that 80 minute period, there's two times from each team that a motherfucker's going to get shoulder <laughs> No, I, That would be so exciting. That'd be exciting, but I'd just leave it unlimited. You can do as many as you want, but there just has to be that rule that no heads, no. If it's an injury, then it's obviously yeah. penalty, report. You have to hit they can get done. Like but it has you... to be a shoulder to another. Like, remember the days where there'd be two players going at it? They get the ball off a penalty or whatever the case is, and they're, that player's running at the other player. The other player comes in and just shoulder yeah. charges him. Drops and I'll go at it for like three plays in a drops row. Like yeah. Drops And times. it was so fucking exciting. <laughs> yeah, Even if you didn't care about those two teams playing, oh, you're engaged. Yeah. You're watching footy for that reason. Big time. It's like I the think... Biff as well. You watch the Biff back in the day. And... loves the Biff. <laughs> <laughs> loves it. And, bro, the, the excitement that the passion you'd get watching a game and then two players start going at it, the whole team run in. Like Luke Brooks, for example, when that happened. Yeah, that was very... How like, exciting was that? was the most exciting highlight from Tigers all year. And they have Mofaluma on the wing. That was <laughs> that still Harry the most Grant exciting. That yeah. Harry like, Grant staring up. That was still the most, like, the most engaging easily. piece of content out of Tigers fucking camp. 100%. But I think maybe the Biff, like, with maybe... Tough one. Like, that's but, a tough one, but shoulder charge, I think... Everyone knows that was a fucking reaction to... That rule was a reaction to that Greg Inglis one that went wrong. And of course you're going to get ones that go wrong. But if we went back and looked, let's even just say 2005 onwards, till it got banned, I think you would find that 98% of shoulder charges were 
fucking safe. perfect and yeah. safe. Now, well, Sonny Bill, he's he was the king of it. King, he's top ab- attribute up to the game. <laughs> Early on as well was the shoulder charge. Even JWH, but hundred same thing. Like, like, a small bloke as well, Chris Sandow. He enforced Chris himself Sandow. in a game by that shoulder charge. That brings the small people back into the defensive side. Because, yeah, I can't wrap around and fucking manhandle you, but I can fuck, like Yeah, run now into it's my all shoulder. just about the wrestling, which they're taking out now as well because of how fast the game is. Mm. So that's exci- That's probably one exciting thing that this year's shown was, you know, Melbourne Storm, they perfected that wrestling. Mm. Manly, these teams perfected the wrestle. But it was boring. It slowed the game down. It helped them out. But mm. as a... As a product, the game product, was boring. It was boring. Yeah. It was very boring. You see now the wrestling has slowly moved out of the game and look at what this year has brought. I think fans oh. that weren't fans, you know, started dying off and watching Union, watching other sports. Union, fuck no. No, but... Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I know AFL, what you mean, but, but, but not yeah. Union. Not Union or AFL. I think that's why Ash Bart is getting it because a lot of people just fucking said, all started right, watching watch the tennis. tennis. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think... Um, what were the most no, recent two right. rules that they trialled um, in, I think, the Cowboys' last game of the season this year? The, oh, the scrum, so it has to just be the forwards in the scrum. Yeah, that's right. Um, which, why? Makes no sense. <laughs> what? Cause yeah, like pick what? six players, whack them in there. I think. I think again, it's because now it makes the scrum more of an attacking piece, mm. whereas before you could put your fullback, you put your little boys in the scrum, and put have your big put the just... big boys out. You're not really going to do much off that. Because... I think the scrum should be scrapped altogether unless they're going to keep nah, it as something like a I like, like the scrum. Forward. I just hate good. how they don't contest scrums anymore. That's what I, I mean. love like seeing the scrum. fucking people push at each yeah. other. But fucking... you see when teams do it, they get the ball back and how exciting is it? Yeah. Teams That's just don't I mean. do it. Because so it's there's not... No I don't think it's... Yeah, well, there's because no point you because you Because you can feed the now. ball backwards. Yeah. Whereas in Union, you... You put will it get in penalized. Middle. You have to put you it in the middle. In, that's yeah. one thing I'll give about Union. And Their then, scrums are yeah, exciting. So the hookers actually have it's to contest. And that's what they should do. Put it in the middle and only the hookers... Hmm. Or, you know, yeah, the hookers. Because now that it's forwards, only do the hookers that can contest. Yeah. So that every scrum... You know, is is a challenge. Yeah, because fuck yeah, you're not got on. Good on you. You don't get the scrum, but... You can have any, every chance to get the ball back, and it makes it exciting. All of a sudden, knock-ons aren't, a, aren't as a, I guess, a fuck-up. Or, like, no, a fuck up, they should do, so... offers you that chance. The knock-on, that's where you can put Tap. the ball in, uh, I reckon, and it's your ball. Because they knocked on, you deserve the ball. Simple as that. Because then it goes, if we knock on, beautiful, we get the chance, 50-50 mm. to get the ball back. They should do, if you kick it out, you get the ball. Because, first of all, that makes people want to kick it out and makes the the wingers and fullbacks make sure it does not go out because if it goes out whether it's a 40-20 or not 40-20 you get the ball back no matter matter what but if it goes out that's a good kick because that's you know and and then it stops people wanting the ball to go out which fastens up the game too and it stops those end of game when you're up four and you just kick it out and you just belt it out when the 30 seconds go if you can't do that now you need to keep it in or you know, yeah. the, the clock stops and the other team just gets a straight tap. They get to set up from that tap or something or they can just scrum feed it in and have fucking four and three. And now you've got to keep it in. in there too. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's probably good. We might have to write that up and send fucking, it into the NRL. That's not decent. If Valandis is watching. Do they have a suggestions watching, box? <laughs> I hope they do. If they do, at the moment, they probably just burn it anyway because they don't listen <laughs> to anything <laughs> the fucking fans want. <laughs> like Valandis like, is, is it probably... Probably brought it back to 75% of suggestions. Put him in the fucking Parramatta River. 
Twenty-five <laughs> percent. Like put them on the ferry with the fucking roof. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, get a bridge. <laughs> get a bridge fucked. But Bro, yeah, but- I think Valandis. If Valandis sticks to it, he's shown. I guess it's it's very niche, but he's shown what racing can be. Bro, he's the CEO um, of three different things now, isn't he? Like, bro, he's taking racing. New South Wales racing. NRL is fucking killing. And there's what, even the racing's killing it. That's what I meant. Like, like racing, racing, he fucking brought it back to life. Hundred percent. Like people who don't care now, all of a sudden, like the Everest, that, that like, that would have put money into the pockets of so many punters and also horses and racers and shit and just excitement. Well, like you, the economy. See how good fucking... he's doing, bro. He's going in Melbourne, and now Melbourne with the races on this weekend, he's gotten crowds. Mm. Melbourne Probably. is still in lockdown yet he's got in crowds in Melbourne people and are up in arms going first of all why can why can people go to the races if we can't even leave our home which is fucking fair enough but it just shows how good Peter Valandis is at getting things done yeah well it that's, should be that's all, all <laughs> he should be the Seriously. fucking prime minister <laughs> yes. like Valandis for prime minister bro wasn't that what we I think one of our earlier episodes <laughs> was Valandis for PM that. <laughs> because that's what we said earlier remember COVID I think literally Three days after they announced no NRL crowds. Valandis is like, by June... I think it was June 31 He threw a date in the air. June 30, sorry. I don't think it was 31 days. might have been May 30th or something. Because it was two months after or so. He came out and said, by May 30th, we're going to have fans. It'll be limited, but we're going to have crowd. 25%. They're in. And that puts some (laughs) pressure back on the fucking... the Like the state government to go... Fuck! Now there's going to be actual pressure coming from the public to yeah. actually get back out there. It's mm. not so much this fear thing anymore. It's like organisations and businesses want to fucking reopen. Yeah. Like, we're scared. We were when COVID started. We're doing fucking. Uh, we're doing podcast. we're podcasts on, on the uh, on the daily. We had the OG crib. OG first HQ. And we're worried. But, you know, it's just well, shown... every time you that... walked in, you were closing the blinds because you didn't want the government <laughs> to have any fucking intel on us. Yeah. Well, like, Gumby, Gum we're, we're at a business fucking... place. Yeah, I know. This is the place And then it turns business. out a month later, I'm all about that conspiracy life. Oh. <laughs> it, it fucking influenced you, 100%. Yeah. But I think we are all influenced to a point because that's, that's where Valandi's got backlash. But where there's backlash, you always know that there's... there's the any backlash is, is not the real... The backlash for Volandis was just the people, again, like you said, the people who are sitting there probably fucking put nothing into the economy, have no plans to move forward. All they're saying is that there's no consistency, but motherfucker, you want to leave the house to go visit fucking, you know, your best friend of four years. Yeah, good for emotional. Motherfucker, how's that putting money in the economy? Volandis is all about that quid. (laughs) Life is a business. It is. Money makes the fucking... <laughs> the earth... Made, it does. Fucking... But, the earth is round, all right, first of all. <laughs> but even so I don't lose your flat earthers, whatever shape the earth is, it's painted in fucking money. <laughs> M-O-N-E-Y. Look it up in the dictionary. It's fucking easy to That's what we said, bro. We are trying to... The world owes aliens money we're in debt we're in debt debt with the aliens if we want to fucking live that's why in 2012 the world was going to end but we had enough money to say bro just hold it off for a while renew the lease until 2051 bro when NASA announced that they've fucking discovered UFOs and no one gave a fuck bro because now in the midst of COVID because COVID was so scary at the start, that they've come out going, we've released UFOs, no one cares because fucking COVID's going right. to kill us. Well, I reckon that was a social experiment. Businesses were just hitting, like putting out content, putting out big announcements and seeing what sticks. Nothing stuck for a good two, three months. 
Nothing. Because COVID was just at the forefront. It's like, yeah, fair enough, you saw an alien. Like, there's literally HD fucking 4K footage of you saying to an alien, you look like fucking... You look like half my mates. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're ugly. <laughs> like half my mates. <laughs> and no one gave a fuck because COVID just had a grip. And mm. I reckon businesses were just on that social experimentation life. Yeah, 100%. But, um, yeah, and I, I guess before we button the NRL topics... I think we missed out. Yeah, we missed out last week. Well, quickly on the grand final, but experience is huge. Melbourne Storm, all their players combined, have played 34 grand finals. That's a lot. So, like each player in total have played 34. Penrith have played three. Mm. That's huge. Yeah, that's a big big gap. Huge difference. Well, that's that's the telling sign if it's 60 minutes in and it's 12 all. Did Mm. the Melbourne then experience their way to that last 20 win? You've got Cameron Smith in that stage where you'd go... He he changes the game plan on the run, whereas most teams will wait to half-time to listen to what... Get a bit of feedback. ...to what the coach has to say. Mm. All right, guys, you know, we're, we're, they're beating us in this, you know, change this, do this, do this. Cameron Smith will be 20 minutes in and go... This isn't working. Guys, this is what we need to fucking do. Mm. And that comes down to yeah. experience. And it, uh, yeah, un- people underestimate that coach on the field, like... Cameron Smith just, is the personification of that. Like, he's a junior Craig Bellamy. <laughs> he literally is. Whether or not he'll probably get into the media to begin with, but probably. if he doesn't get into coaching, he's wasting his he's wasting he's his wasting brain his power. potential. That's like, why that all these smart. other marquee players like Corey Norman at one point can't will a fucking team to a win. Even Mitch yeah. Moses to an extent, mm. Clint Gutherson, they just don't have that experience to back them up to be like on the fly like Cameron yeah. Smith does. All right, boys, this isn't working. We need to go about it this way. This will mm. fucking get us. Well, over that's why that he line. gets yeah. captain of. How many times has he got captain of the year? You know, and you can't take that off him. Yeah, Yeah, hundred percent. You can't take it off him because look at what he does. He is a captain coach on the field, and he's someone you can rely on. Some years they could just give him coaches. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably refereeing the grand final, okay? But yeah, yeah, potentially. That's why they just put Gerard Sutton in. Well, that's what apparently that's the the whole uh, flack on that is that Sutton, like Melbourne, have won because apparently Sutton's very. I wouldn't say bias, but he's very... Uh, he lets Cameron Easily Smith's influenced. voice... Yeah. He gives weight to Cameron Smith's voice compared to other people, but... Other people just go, Smith, Cam, <laughs> fuck off, get back in line. Cam, <laughs> Gerard will be there like, give me three reasons you why, know, I'll change it. Give pros and cons. If you have a decent fucking business plan, I'll look into it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, fuck off. Look, I'll invest. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I uh, think that consistency of being in the fucking ref's ear that often, it has to, like... I've like, never been a ref, can't confirm, but <laughs> you'd think that the ref at some point would be like, fuck, this cunt's just not shutting up. Yeah, and yeah. like you would eventually, even if it's subliminal, you would eventually give in to it, like a certain call that could go 50-50, you'd go storm. 2000 mm. Like, And over the course of the game, 80 minutes of fucking Cam Smith barking in your oh, fucking ear. You'd just be like, Cam, but I'll give just, you that call because... But it comes down up. to the bloody, like the person himself. I, me personally, if I had a bloke in my ear, I'd start making calls go against him. I'd be going, sure. Well, the I think that's up. what happens sometimes. Is that it gets it too does, much. It but gets too a lot, much. a lot of referees like you got to think it's in the midst of a game where they're running yeah. fucking. Because I know stop. it used to happen to me. Yeah. I used to bark down the ears. I used to because yeah. I was captain back in the day, and same you'd thing. Be offering them out, fucking meet me outside. <laughs> <laughs> Not only you Shanks better give me that day. call. <laughs> Not only give me that call, but meet me in Rossford Oval, fucking car park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid. I'm not a, afraid to pull out the shivy and Smitty. The <laughs> <laughs> Smith and Weston, <laughs> <laughs> easy e vibes. But no, I think yeah, I think that's a very good point. Is that fucking sometimes, 
as a human being, you're just like, shut up. Yeah. I'll give you your calls, just stop talking to me. It's like a parent. I'll give you that iPad because stop talking to me. Like, at some point, you can't really put a value on that. And if the other team's not vocal at all, mm. like, vocal, yeah, but vocal in the wrong way, I think that's where Cam Smith as a fucking potential businessman comes into <laughs> it because he knows how to lead the discussion. It's not yeah. like, come on, mate, give me the fucking call. It's <laughs> like, mate, look, I'll lay out this fucking five-year plan for you. <laughs> but we, we deserve this call. Valandis <laughs> is Cameron Smith in the business sense. Like, Valandis would be, if he had physical prowess, which he looks like he hasn't fucking touched a, like a bit of sport in his life, he's no. all brain. He would be a Cam Smith in NRL because he he just seems and that's the that's the notion on him is that he's just a negotiator like straight out of the textbook like he knows how to fucking say something that you'll just be like fucking you walk out and be like did I just get fucked over? Yeah. He does throughout it. You're just like yeah no 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 that sounds good. I'll agree to the terms and conditions. I'll let you have twenty five percent in the midst of COVID. Like I'll pay you eight yeah. mil. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you eight mil. I'll give you fucking investment yeah. cash. But what Cam Smith is to refs, it's sort of like what Mick Ennis used to be to the other players, like Gene and Mark getting in their ear, forcing mm. them to drop the game. Similar, It's like, a mental game, bro. 100%. Yeah. And that's where players like Mick Ennis was so good because he used to get in the mind of these other players. Yeah. Might not have been that skilled, like, technically. Yeah. But, but you're getting it. in the mind of them and you're making them force these errors that they wouldn't do any, any other day. And it's not even just the 80 minutes on the field. Like, if you, if you knew, if referees and even other teams know... And even the same thing. What's well, like UFC? With Mick Ennis, you're getting in their head. Yeah. I mean, with Cam Smith, you're getting in their head because you're Cam Smith. The ref, the same team, I'm happy to have him on my team. The opposite team, fuck with us and Cam Smith. Same thing with Mick Ennis. It would be like the lead up to it. And like you just said, UFC, that's the whole well, point UFC, of UFC, boxing, the that's why theatrics. Muhammad Ali was so good. Oh, he well, Muhammad Ali done it before it was even, you know, yeah. Connor done it. Yeah, now it's mainstream. <laughs> Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, <laughs> literally used to get in the minds of his opponents and oh, he, he'd go into the ring knowing he's going to win. Oh, he'd have that opponent is... going, like, is he going to fucking win? Like, <laughs> is he going to fucking win? I know I can win. I need to talk about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck. Tyson. <laughs> Tathan was a motherfucking menace, bro. bro. Have you seen him recently coming back to fight Roy Ooh. Jones Jr.? Joy jo- Roy Jones is like, I'm. I don't know what the fuck I was on when I agreed to this. But I, I think you know. So he agreed to it because they were going to fight in six weeks. So Roy Jones, Roy Jones, since he stopped boxing, he hasn't stopped. He trains people, mm. um, and he is in physical shape mm. to mm. fight again. So he agreed to it knowing that they're going to fight in six weeks. Then yeah. COVID came, then it turned out to be 12 weeks or whatever, and he was suddenly like, fuck, that's 12 weeks for Tyson to get ready. Man, that's all he Now needs. it's been almost fucking three, six, I think six months oh, or something. Wow. It's coming the end of this year. Mm. But and that Roy ready. Jones is like... because oh, Mike Tyson will fucking drop <laughs> Every single yeah, day, I'm seeing now, Mike Tyson now, train and grow, and he's like, it's just... Bro, the way he's not scared podcast, because he's a fucking bro. Animal. It's like, scary. He's like, holding back a beast. Bro, like. Oh. like he cries and he yeah, cries like, without even like he's, he's just like. Bro, you feel so fucking. And I fucking I've been hiding this fucking beast for so long. Ever since I ever since I fucking retired, I just wanted to fuck people up, but I've had to fucking hide it. So I can fucking be half a fucking different man. Bro, you know I never knew Mike Tyson went to jail. You know what he went to for jail for? Assault? Yeah, that rape, he got done, bro. But I don't. Oh, no. Was, was he filthy found bastard? Convicted? Yeah, was it convicted done, as well? Yeah, convicted. Hmm. Was it rape? Was it forceful rape. entry? Or was it like sexual assault? Sexual like rape. Rape. What's wow. the difference, bro? Sexual assault and rape. Sexual assault. So, can be assault like just... can't like forcible rape is like fucking like put, you're, you're put the key in the Parra River. Like yeah. you're, you're probably done. Yeah. Sexual assault is like 
It can be right. Can it be? It can even be verbal or like. Yeah. Touching, oh yeah, yeah. Touching yeah, him true. inappropriately, Sorry, yeah, like true. yeah. Yeah, like so you can get done sexual assault at work or whatever the case yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. for sly remarks and whatever <laughs> yeah. the case is like I like you your experience. Like, <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting done for that <laughs> yeah. fuck especially if you're that explicit like it's not even fucking subliminal like, fuck me that blouse looks your, makes your tits look fucking huge <laughs> well, you like, will get done I cack inquiry <laughs> Bro, you know when he was in uh, prison he converted to Islam and adopted the Muslim name Malik Abdul Aziz fucking good Aziz. on him Aziz wow. yeah is he <laughs> what happened after that? He Bro, got out of jail after two years. He was sentenced for six. He got out of jail after two, released on parole, and then just started doing comeback fights. Mm. He wow. didn't get in any fights while in prison, but... Oh, no one would try him. No. Can you imagine? Because how would you... Who would even have the fucking mindset to go, I'm going to start this? Bro, game. there could Me. be a... S- <laughs> <laughs> you on the beers, maybe. No, you're not getting on the beers in there, but fuck... Yeah, you're but no. getting on the shabs. Oh, <laughs> come, on, come on, Abdul Aziz. <laughs> come on, <laughs> call him by come his on, fucking come on, Malik, name, let's bro. go. <laughs> nah, but fuck me, bro. But um, yeah, like it's just the mental side of it. That's that's probably where it's going to be won. And you hear again with Brett Finch, like the players that come on, like Minnie and Ricky as well, like uh, Rico. Like a lot of Brett Finch talks about it a lot too. A lot of the players know whether they've got it won or lost in the le- week leading up. Obviously, in the now, they're not going to show it. But looking back on it, a lot of them know. So that's a big thing. Like, and that's where you hear Melbourne, wins? bro. That's the same thing. Like Both teams right now would go in knowing that they're going to win. Yeah. Melbourne, they're just a class above. But then you have Penrith, who... The way they're playing, like, is it 16 or 17 mm, straight? Oh, it's a fair bit. I can't... I don't know. One, one of the them. Numbers. Fuck, that's what, if they're going to win, that's what they need backing them. Like, if they had a lost in the um, prelims, I don't think that they'd have what it takes now. But coming off 16, 17 straight, mm. they're looking at it like, bro, we've just done it for a whole season almost. Yeah. What the fuck is one more game? We've got this. Like, yeah, it's, a blessing and, it's a blessing and a curse yeah. because it can be, okay, we've won 16, but nothing means fuck all if we lose tonight. Mm. So well, that could put pressure on, lose, but it could also yeah. put good. Then no one's going to remember the streak. No. You're going you're to remember that a good year, but you know, it. it goes down the drain. Who, lost. Who, for <laughs> second is the first loser. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you don't want to come fucking second. You get a medal for wooden spoon, whether it's a fucking shit medal. You get people a remember who got the wooden spoon More quicker than, than they remember second. Yeah. second. Like who came second in fucking two thousand and three? No fucking clue. Maybe I can tell you. I think Roosters. I was going to say because that <laughs> Panthers came. But Panthers won. Random year like that. And Roosters came second. So yeah, fuck. Like ask me in '87. Who got wooden spoon? <laughs> that just fuck, defeats our whole conversation. Fuck me. We just made that up. That's right? hustler. That's fucking hustler for you, bro. We have no scientific backing behind Honestly, it. Bro. And Do you ever look in the fucking mirror, both of you? Question for both, and just go, "Fuck, I'm a legend." So probably okay. when I have a few CCs, <laughs> yes. It's a few CCs, yes. Mm. And I typically am a bit like my neck's as loose as it'll ever be as well. But sometimes I look in and I say, mate, you, you're a half decent bloke. Yeah. Like, you could probably. <laughs> you like, got solid backing. Like, <laughs> even, you like, laid those foundations. <laughs> like, it's not even just well straight. You're doing well. It's not even just straight legend. Like, I just have those conversations. I'm like, mate, I like you. Yeah. And you know what? And if you don't like you, who is? As who is. Will? Who will? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, who, is? Very true. who is? Who is? Who is going to like You can tell no when someone don't like themselves because they'll fucking hate you. They'll mm. be the first haters. Yeah. The haters are the ones who don't like you. I mean, who don't like themselves. Very, very fucking good point to put it at. Like, yeah. 
If everyone, if anyone ever gives you hate, so mate, do you like yourself? Before you hate like, me, do you like you? What position are you in? First of all, well, how, how much do you not like yourself to take time out of your day to first of all consume my content or consume my life and, and say something? Put your hateful. fucking view and put your input on it. How? What position are you in mentally? You know what's funny about it, bud, is that like. It's fucking... It's got to be a bad place because at the same time... I'm not coming from a good place. Oh, it's a shit place. (laughs) But at the same time, what you look at it is like people who are so fucking happy take time to do the same thing but positive. So you've got to think, you're either so... Like the same way you can get so happy and give someone like... You can watch someone's content and go, bro, I fucking love that content. With no ego, nothing that. So it's the same end of the spectrum. Hate and love are just the same fucking thing. It's just that someone either loves themselves not in a cocky way, but they've fucking got, you know, they look at themselves and they say, mate, I like you. Yeah, and you're a beast. You're doing well today, you're, bro. You're doing well. You've, you've, you're getting you're that doing, eight hours sleep, bro. You you're know, you're doing little things sleep. that just make yourself, you know, you. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the alarm you've been setting, mate, you've been sticking to it. Mm. Um, can't say. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't say that personally. I'm just speaking on uh, textbook knowledge. Mm. But that's the same energy that people come with you with hate. So like, I don't like myself that much. And it's so fucking sad to think. But you know what? Some hate is well fucking justified, especially in the sense of fucking that bitch with Katoni Staggs. Oh, big fuck. Look, how do you get off with six hundred dollar fine and that's it? Look, that is a fucking that is that's like we gotta call out double standards when when they're there. Like yes, if it happens, you know, equality. People are all for equality these days. Mm. But that just shows that we're not in that place yet. There's some places where men are definitely the the lesser. Beneath, yeah. like, if we want equality, it's got to be in every way, shape, and form. Yeah, 100%. Like, you can't just say, oh, hey, Katoni. Like, if Katoni got found done, it was vice first versa. of all, oh, he's, in pri- he's probably in prison. He's probably, never playing yeah, NRL probably again. Probably in prison. Like, at worst, he's just getting a fucking more than it, like, quadruple times 948 times fine. Like, mm. I'm talking probably six figures. Like, yeah. Or if not six, it would have been at least five figures. Oh, at least like, five. And for someone figures, to bro, tear him fun. through the mud, and that's another one with Curtis Scott, like it's, it's, I guess both of them, to get torn through the mud and the person that fucking tore you through the mud, fake, because they know you got a name, mm. $600 fine. Look, she probably, that probably got covered by her lawyer or some fucking form or by her Absolutely. rich daddy. Yeah. And like she, where, where does she learn now not to do that again? Yeah, I mean, yeah. without giving her much of a platform, because fuck her. Fuck her. Um, all props to fucking Katani Staggs for keeping going on. Like, yeah. Fucking yeah. turning up each week, giving well, it fuck, your fucking he had a good season. Good season, bro, right. but I don't think it was Daily M Team of the Year worthy. Yeah, same. So, I don't like, think... if he rookie, had that much of a good team season... Of the year? Yeah, if he had that much of team? a good season, they wouldn't have come last. Yeah. I understand it's centre, and it's a bit hard to have an impact on the game. Yeah. But he did, don't get me wrong, he did... Have like when he played well, he played oh, he well. Played amazing, but I don't think he's the top two centers. Was it Vunavalu the center in between Adokar, or who's the center in between Adokar? No, nah, Vunavalu is the other wing. The other wing. Um, Olam, Justin Olam, bro. There is no way he's not a Dalian player of the year in centers. Easily, Olam, bro. Easily, he played so their combination. Good all year. Like if Adokar wasn't scoring, it was Olam. Like oh, there, or if Adokar was scoring, it was off Olam. <laughs> like they just played that fucking good. Chemistry. It was not funny. They, mm. yeah, literally. And they grew. And from the game, they've, they, I think they've played like fucking 46 games together or something. They've scored 87 tries. Bro, that's, that's fucked. As a, a, 
as a as a pair as a collective yeah. they're yeah. literally up there in the top <laughs> i think they're second underneath lottie dakiri and wendy wendell sailor on yeah, stats geez, bro. on stats um percentage wise but like that's borderline one of them's like them scoring two try uh one try each or a double from one of them every, every game. game every game like <sighs> just under that that's that's fucking that's messed up that's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> like and that's it. so that's where Katoni Staggs hats off to him played, played a really good fucking season probably only got it because of that you know he got thrown in well, the mud well he had heaps of highlights and that's heaps of that's, that's where yeah. our fucking but then thing, you compare with Olam that's what I mean but like highlights. mainstream highlights yeah there's all these and lovely fucking highlights don't get me wrong he yeah. got like trial of the year and whatnot. give him that but team of the year like that's saying everyone we looked at Katoni Staggs was better and I don't think he was the best this year I don't think he was in the top two top five yes top two no when it comes to the point system isn't there only for each game there's a certain amount of points you can give out that's for Dali M yeah it's 3-2-1 I think for I think it's really just a, con, a, a collective opinion for mm. centre and all Team it's just the all year. these people that mm. put their opinion in and, and it they come to like even Gutherson getting fullback of the year yeah. What? That's Again, a, yeah. very... But you know what? As a Para fan, I actually feel like there's a lot of games where he won it for us. So He's your glue. You don't get 100%. to wear... Especially at the start in the of the year finals. was Moses. Yeah. But Moses yeah. is just... And then once Moses wasn't performing, like, then Gutherson stood up. Yeah. Well, Gutho, like, based on based on the last two games, Gutho is Para's... Like, if he's at Para for the rest of his he's career... He's a marquee. He's a captain. Mm, yeah. Like, he's but already he's a captain. still got nothing but he's a on Jared Hayne. Nah. Who has anything on Jared Hayne? No, 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 no. I understand he doesn't now, but how do you make that correlation in this current context, you fuckwit? <laughs> like, what? Jared Hayne is just fucking at body fit gym, cuz. No, I'm talking like, bro, Jared Hayne, the impact he had on Parramatta. Oh, right? Gutherson does not blues, have that like, on Parramatta. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. no and way. if this was his best year, I'd be looking for another fucking fullback. He also doesn't fullback. have that size. <laughs> like... He also doesn't have the size or yeah. fucking... I don't well, think he has the pace. Then he scores that try and does the gutho. Like, fucking... <laughs> sit down, you ugly fuck. Gutho is more like Kurt Gidley. Jared Hayne and Ben Barber are like fucking people you can market the game around when they're in, com- in top form. Gutho is like a Kurt Gidley. What the fuck happened to Ben Barber? Mm. Cocaine. <laughs> Cocaine and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> My friend. We'll continue this very elaborate conversation after we have a break, which was hopefully recorded the whole way through. Love yous. Yeah, we're back, but just uh, continuing that conversation, I think Gutho is definitely more of a, like, I don't know if you guys know, it's all fair if you don't, because Kurt Gidley was a... Uh, no, he was a goat, bro. Like, Kurt Gidley was a goat. Up. He's so consistent. It was. I think that's what Gutho is becoming as he ages. Like, I, I'm, don't get me wrong, I've said in previous podcasts, I don't understand the hype around Gutho, but what kind of drawn me into understanding him a bit more, the end of that Rabbits game, when they lost, he brought the team together and just fucking said... Like, I don't know what he said in that huddle, but he was just being a leader. You could tell he was just leading him and just saying, fucking, good season, fucking we lost. We, Gary V deserved it. But fucking... <laughs> I love that. Together, we, like, we're not done yet. I don't know if Brad Arthur's the coach to get him through, but I think Gutho, you're not giving him a million a year. You're giving him 700k, 800k to just be your glue. And then you need a... Like mi- a Tim Manor. Like, yeah, but mm. Tim Manor's fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Tim Manor's fucking shit. Like, but <laughs> Tim Manor, the last eight years he played, I only knew He was knew just the him. soul of power. He just Fuck couldn't off. get rid of the car. <laughs> soul, the only soul he was like, was soul off. food, motherfucker. He, that's the only reason he was there. He gave him food. There's no fucking... He was shit. 
Probably because yeah, he does a lot. Shit. He does a lot for the community. He's big on that, hundred percent. Big for the community, like, so that sort that of way. makes sense. But, but Gutho's a good when it comes player. to I think Gutho's got a lot to learn. Yes, like, he's only played a hundred NRL games or something. Oh, he's young. He's young. Like, he looks like he feels like he's been around for years. Bro, he looks but, old as man. Yeah, like he just looks like, he looks he's, like he's old. He looks like 28, he could be 29? Ash Barty's dad. Bro, <laughs> 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 you reckon he green ticked her um, handing off? Bro, no one in the AFL. They probably did get Gutho to sign off. Getting who's going to give him? No, I'm not saying Gutho. Oh. <laughs> if Gutho got a word in that, we got to talk about fucking finances. <laughs> <laughs> AFL, give us cash. We'll we'll promote you for cash. Yeah. But I'm saying Ash Barty's dad. There's no way someone who cares about you would say do that. That's a good business move. Yeah, because it's not. It's not. It's ridiculous. But yeah, um, it doesn't make sense. To bro, me. predictions for the game. What do we got? Well, look. So I know you were saying before either Storm are going to you know win by a fucking uh, forty mm. odd or Penrith. Are gonna win if it's a close game. I'm gonna I'm gonna go thirty six to twenty eight. Wow, Penrith win. Yeah, see, I actually have to. Like, it it makes me like my knee jerk reaction was just like no, because like games usually like Mm. in the grand final, but it's a whole different year. We can't base it off the past. Yeah, I think you're not far off it. I think it'll be a high scoring game, at least both in the twenties. I think Melbourne might win twenty eight twenty four. Ooh. And they will only just arm wrestle. Panthers, but. They might oh. just arm wrestle it right at the end. Like I'm talking, the last five minutes will be. It'll be Brisbane Broncos, North Queensland Cowboys. Yeah, how good, like that? Someone, how good was that? How good was that game? Fuck a, me. Like I can't wait. Whenever I'm emotional, I just chuck that shit on. Bro, so good. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> just watch Jonathan Thurston missing the goal to take it oh, into extra time, and Everyone how emotional bad. he was about oh. it. It's like, I've never to the rugby league gods, it's like, why didn't you let that come in? Well, you know what? Seriously. If they lost, I reckon he'd be praying to them still now, you know? Why? Why did you why? not let me get that fucking goal? <laughs> and, and then for Ben Hunt to drop it. Ben Hunt. Oh, he hasn't bro, been the same so, since. He hasn't. Imagine that. Like, imagine the toll on the bloke. I do. Poor little fucking. He's an yes. overgrown midget. Personally, but like, <laughs> I feel bad. It's fucking, yeah. in a grand final, the ball's coming down. You've, you know, that's a, people don't, and people just, because years. it's so... Uh, it happens so often that you catch the ball. It's mm. simple as that. You catch the ball, you let it bounce, you get the ball back. So kicks don't normally happen like that. But when the ball is coming down, you know it's going and it's not. It's not an easy feat. You know that's why fullbacks and wingers practice catching so often. Yeah. They practice it every day because it's the little thing can go wrong. Yeah. You know it's it's all about the jump. It's all about the people coming at you. It's it's yeah. not an easy feat. And Ben mm. Hunt in that fucking Wasn't dying off moment off the kickoff, mm-hmm. kick yeah. and then they Cowboys got the ball, the fourth tackle, whatever. Thurston cocks it over, fifteen meters out. I was win. so sad when he missed that kick. I reckon. We, I remember we were at we were at the man cave, yeah. the OG, and I, we were all tanked because they scored with a minute to go. They've scored and brought it equal. <sighs> we Everyone's going off. And it was on the sideline too, like. Kyle Felt scored it on the sideline, and it's like, bro, Thurston gets these without ease. I think I ju- the right I, I side as well. I think I remember crying. Yeah, I think we all did. We all crying. <laughs> I did, bro. I was crying. Like, Thurston's just it. someone you can get behind. 100%. I fucking love him. I wish bro, he got that. Thurston came on the scene, Bulldogs, 2004, when they won the grand final, played seven games, broke his ACL, done his ACL. Uh, during the season so he wasn't even meant to play come back played the final series played the last game Steve Price didn't play Thurston gave his ring to Steve Price that's you know as a rookie typify yeah I'm not giving no motherfucker (laughs) my ring I just won the grand final but Thurston without thinking gave it to him then Mm. the Bulldogs have chucked the dirty and gone we'll keep Brett Sherwin and Braith and Astar 
Shout out Pat Nichols. That's his. Yeah, name. we're getting. We'll get rid of those two. Uh, we want to keep those two and get rid of Thurston. That's the fucking Bulldogs for you. <laughs> That's where Bulldogs. <laughs> in twenty twenty, if you want to understand why Bulldogs suck, well, it's bro, they're looking good for next year, man. They got. I think they're, they're good. in the talks for getting uh, Josh Adokar, and if they mm-hmm. do get him, they're talking about putting him at fullback. Putting Welly Telesniak, whatever, at winger. Well, that's what which he where to he do. started off, he killed it at. at he's a good winger. winger. I don't think he's a fullback. Plus, Carr, if he goes and plays fullback, he's the best winger in the game right now, without thinking. But if he goes and plays fullback, he he has the opportunity to four five times his contract. Oh, hundred percent. And just by playing fullback. And there's some wingers that say, "Hey, I want to play uh, fullback," and you think, "Mate, just stay on the wing." Adokar is someone that can play it. Bro, like you he, give Adokar, you know, five to ten more touches a game, look at what he can do like for your good team. With the ball. Yeah. Like he's good with the ball. Imagine him just oh, being there man. all the time in the middle. He's like Ryan Pappenhausen. Pappenhausen. Ryan Pappenhausen has done 14 centimeter. line breaks this year mm. compared to Corey at Dylan Edwards at Penrith. He's only made two. Mm. That's so a difference. That's a difference, and that's what is going to come down to these fucking last... Yeah. Well, well let's things. let's lock it in. Let's lock it in formally. I think Melbourne twenty eight twenty four. You think the same score? Twenty eight twenty four. I'm going Penrith thirty six. Uh, Storm twenty eight. Wow, All it's right. gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a very I good game. Gla- come oh, on, Penrith. One thing come we want to talk about before we we shut up shop is Gladys Bick Bic- Legerian, or however you say it. I'm sorry if I said it wrong. I know you're going through a lot now, so I, I want to say it right <laughs> out of respect, but I just don't. Condolences. Know how to say it. Condolences <laughs> from uh, us and the Arcade. Last fan. HQ, just bring back Defcon. <laughs> bring back it. <laughs> Two, honestly, you hold a press conference at twelve o'clock tomorrow. We're talking about this off air. That's usually when the barbecues will start and everyone will start having a sip or two. All you got to do at that twelve o'clock mark is hold a conference. We obviously know that you can hold emergency ones. COVID has shown that conferences can be held at any conferences. Se- can press be conferences done can be done in a second. All you need is a back back screen and some cameras. Yeah. We Lattice. can do a press conference for you we if you could, want. You just tell yeah, us what you want to us to sort it out. We'll, we'll be the face of it. We'll cop the flack for it. Yeah. However, flack Gladys, if you want to win back the people, DEFCON, uh, that's not really on me. I can't fucking stand festivals. I'm, I'm out by two hours. I'll backdoor it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, if you want to win the people over, spontaneous public holiday tomorrow. Done. Give us it. Honestly, give us a oh, public Monday, holiday sorry. Monday, bro. Monday, give us a public holiday. Well, that's another thing. You it's win. Fucking seventh, the game's going to start by eight o'clock. It's yeah. all designed for having the Monday off. Bro. Or bring, bring back what full. they did three years ago and do a 4.30 afternoon grand final. Love that. The game's done by 6.30. You're gone. You're out. You're, You're home. Out by, out you can go to work the next like, morning. You have a big day. You get home at 8.30, you get eight hours. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> we're all about the eight hours. At all Hustle. about eight hours, man. Sleep's the minimum. most important thing. If you fucking don't sleep... People, oh. people think, bro, working long... Uh-uh. Sleep, uh. brother. Sleep. Sleep, <laughs> sleep motherfucker. Sleep, sleep and happiness. But dead set, honestly. It's an 8 o'clock game. Come on, man. She brings... Bro, it's not going to finish till 10. And then by the time they do the award ceremony, you'll probably finish 11. Yeah, no. like you're not getting home... Like if you're really engaging in the festivities and like planning to go to work next day, you're not getting home till 12.30 at, let's say, 1.30 at Might worst, just have to do a spontaneous AFL grand final viewing and fuck the NRL <sighs> grand final. Is that... That's... That's Saturday. today. Yeah. That's today. That's tonight. Tonight at whatever time the AFL Grand Finals are. Gladys wins back the, the people if she does that. Oh, if she does that, bro. Look, I, I feel for her right now because first of all, yeah, you know, she had a bit of mishaps with the old mate. Mm. Bro, Dan Andrews has had mishaps with his whole state. He's not Honestly. getting as much uh, pressure as the media and the public. Look at I don't what know she's what the media for, for our state 
to reopen. Like, we're leading the pack. Oh, we are. We are, bro. And now that there's something that she had a relationship, fair enough, bro. That's on him, but... Because that's yeah. personal shit, but... Like, that's on him. It doesn't say what she can do with a job. Like, Number I one, yeah. Like, no affairs, nothing. So there's nothing on Gladys. It's, it's all... It's a it's a relationship that is like any fucking Tom, Dick and Harry on the fucking... Bro, like, just a blackmail. Like, he was what? a corrupt motherfucker. He should be getting grilled. How is she meant to know? That, you know, like... No, nah, well, I think she did know. But that's besides the point. In this day and age, Dan Andrews needs to be getting fucking grilled. The... Uh, Anastasia further. <laughs> <laughs> what? Queensland. Can you fucking repeat that? <laughs> Isn't it Alastina, Alastasia Palestinian? There you Palas- go. I knew it was something like that, bro. <laughs> Palestinian. Palestine. Isn't that a church? Palestinian. Palestinians? I think it's a race. It's a nationality. That's a fact. Certified. Yeah, no. Yeah. So glad is that's all we want from that's you. That's all you got to do. You do that. Bring back honestly. DefCon and do public Monday holiday. Done. Done. Just do it spontaneously. We'll, we'll love you that. again. We'll love you again. You seriously, we'll you'll fucking be carry in... what you can hand out the bloody NRL presentation. Honestly, we'll Cameron Smith you at the grand final. <laughs> Honestly, we'll say Cameron Smith. Even if he announces his retirement, you're getting bloody. You're getting. Wanted. You're getting fucking shoulder lifted. Hundred percent. Cam Smith can wait till Monday. You, you're the queen. Queen. You actually be the queen of our Commonwealth. If Done. you do that. Done. Like, fuck we'll the vote premier. I'll vote. I'll vote. That's <laughs> a big say, bro. In the fucking. Uh, in the Commonwealth, you know, ranks. Oh, look, we're, we we don't want to toot our we own horn, contact. but we get a lot of emails per day about the Commonwealth. We get a lot of shit done in Australia. <laughs> in the Commonwealth. <laughs> Australia and the Ooh. Commonwealth. Don't forget the Commonwealth. Don't forget the commos. All right, bro, this right. has been a good chat, Grand Final Preview. <laughs> I think we might upload this as a Grand Final Preview because this yeah. was a fucking NRL chat for days, Bloody boys. Oh, so uh, um, send us who you think, yeah. uh, your predictions as well. Might have a little uh, prize for you if might anyone gets to. it. Might have to. So send us in who's going to win and the score. Yep. Let us know how you're going to fucking celebrate. How yeah. you're actually going to live out. Actually, the yeah, that's like, a very what's good your point. Plans as well? What's your, your plans knowing Monday? Are you staying old? at home, having a few blokes with the miss or the fam? Having a few blokes with the miss. <laughs> 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 what? what kind of relationship are you in? Blokes in a bar, fucking. Oh, oh. <laughs> you've got to say blokes in a bar because blokes yeah. with the miss sounds no, like I what you I put were up. Legit organising some fucking special. Right. Oh my god, that yes. would be special. <laughs> Whoa! Alrighty. That would be Wolf of Wall Street gay special. Nothing gay about Wolf. No, <laughs> there's nothing gay if, not you, if you don't look each other in the eye. It's not gay. Well, <laughs> yes, that is true because you can't tell. No, you just do what you got to do. It's all sensations, like Unless dogs. You're they can't tell it, what you are. Then that's gay. <laughs> At the same time, then no, because it could yeah. be a woman. LGBT, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, look, I I stand behind that card. Not fuck off. Alright, grand final, Evru Pra. Evru 8, it's okay. Hustler Hustler Daily, we out of here. We out. Catches. Lada.